In this episode, we're going to talk about reporting once again. We're going to discuss a few basic intelligence reports people have had questions about, make sure we understand the differences and how to use them, kind of focus on the big things everybody wants, everybody being the people that want the information, which we call our consumers, discussing what are the five W's and the H, the who, what, where, when, why, and how, understanding how to use them. So basic reporting, a few basic reports for those that are doing this for their own entertainment, aren't in a business, or belong to organizations where they're sharing information about ongoing events. So basic intelligence reporting and how we do it. That's what we're going to talk about right here on Gray Man, Hiding in Plain Sight. Welcome to Gray Man, Hiding in Plain Sight, Season 2, Episode 2. The year is 2021. I'll probably quit saying that. So intelligence reporting or... We should probably say information reporting just because some people get confused on the intel aspect or what is or isn't intel or who gets to decide. But however we're looking at it, most of the time we're looking for some basic information, the five W's and the H, the who, what, where, when, why, and how. And people often don't realize how easy that is to do, but at the same time, how hard it can be. So we're going to look at those different lines of information. There's a lot of reports out there. Some are Intel reports. Some are not really Intel reports, but can be used for Intel that people sometimes get confused on. For example, one of the pieces of information is that a sit rep or situation report is a periodic update to something that is ongoing. It's not really meant for a past event. There's other types of reporting for that. Sit reps have many forms, only a couple of formal ones that really they can be used for anything. And you can call something a sit rep and really format it how you want anymore. Not that that's a shot at anybody. It's just sometimes that's how it's done. Other types of reports people have heard of, or and I've mentioned before, things like nine-line medevacs. Some people from the military are used to the SALT and SALUTE format. SALT is size, activity, location, and time. SALUTE just adds the U and an E. U is for unit and uniform. E is for equipment, which is vehicles, aircraft, generators, weapons, extra equipment, facilities, could be a body of water, depending on what the report's for. And those are more enemy-driven, especially a salute report. It's more for the battlefield. It's not really usable in most situations for reporting stuff we find every day in our lives that we want to share with people, assuming we're following some method here. Because we don't always know the unit or uniform, which could be used as organization or the way that they appear. The equipment may not always apply, and a lot of times when you're doing full salute reports, they involve sketches, pictures, and drawings, and that makes it easier. So salt reports are good, though. They're good for, like, if you're at a protest and you are there as an observer and you're passing off information to make people aware of changes in the behavior of the group that could affect their travel or their safety, and you're putting out the size, basically, unknown number of people, approximately 40 people, whatever, Marching from first, marching north on First Street towards Second Avenue. Um, so they're marching on First Street towards Second Avenue. The current location is First Street and Seventh Avenue. Time is, you know, whatever time now, letting people know that, hey, this is the direction we're heading, what's going on. So they're very useful. But when we look at the main questions we're trying to answer, a lot of people get stuck on this whole idea that everybody needs to conform to one format. Well, if that worked, the intelligence community and the military would only use one format. 
but it doesn't work. The formats are meant for different things. Some are periodic updates. Some are one-offs, one-time things. That's what Salt and Salute's for. Some are regular everyday occurrences, like reports on personnel numbers. Just like if you're in a business and you get some sort of report that's quarterly or even daily on the activity. That's a regular report thing. Okay, however that's communicated to you, and if there's some sort of format or just standard layout, does it make sense to use that for other pieces of information in your business? Probably not. So one of the things intelligence people look for is to answer some basic questions. Now, the basic questions also match part of what we call the direct approach when we talk to people in interrogations. Who, what, where, when, why, and how. So we're answering these questions. I call them the basic questions because, one, they're called that interrogation, but, two, we differentiate it from other questions that our consumer wants, the decision maker. I mentioned before in previous podcasts, we call them requirements, and they say, hey, here's the kind of things I want to know. And I mentioned in that podcast that those can be rather lengthy. So to answer the basic questions, what I tell people is, really, you know, you're not being paid to do this. Okay, if you're not paid or trained to do this, and let's say you belong to a group of people that want to share information using some sort of format, and you want to use who, what, where, why, and and how. Well, if a decision hasn't been made or directed, the easiest thing to do would be to put those out in lines. We call them lines because each line of information could be something simple. Like if it's the date is the line, you'll just put, For example, right now in this recording, I would put January 16th, 7.30 p.m. Mountain Time or 19.30 if you're in a military time. Some lines of information could be multiple sentences like a paragraph, so we just call them lines. So to keep it simple, if you don't have a directed format to follow or you don't think the format is going to cover everything and you want to make sure you do, just take those questions and make them each line. Who, what, where, when, why, and how. That's six lines of information. Whether or not you do that, let's explain how this works. When it comes down to this, what matters more than anything is the what. In the intel world, reports are always on what happened or what was collected. What is the information that's important? That's what the what is. So the who can be many things. If I was to fill it out like this, I was talking to a detainee, which is not what would happen, but let's say I did. The who would be detainee number 001. The what is the subject of it, what happened, shared information about an upcoming IED attack, right? Something brief and to the point. If you were going to be at, well, inauguration day is coming up. Let's say you're at inauguration day sharing information and you're just following the five W's and the H and you see all these National Guard out there. We know they're there. We know they have kind of areas they're patrolling, securing, they got areas blocked off, they're working with the Capitol Police, federal agents there, a whole bunch of people. So you're out there on inauguration day and you're you're not at the building, but you're in the area and you notice that, hey, uh, about a dozen National Guard troops have relocated to another area and have started putting up a blocking position. Essentially, they're blocking off an intersection. They're blocking off the eastbound side of 1st Street at the intersection of 1st Street and 2nd Avenue. So the who would be National Guard troops. Now, that's a vague statement, but if that's all you have, that's good. If you had a squad size element or about a dozen that's vaguely specific, which are, these are actual official terms, vaguely specific, so 
somewhat official term. Or if you could say exactly nine National Guard troops. Or, you know, nine troops in one Humvee. Or maybe something else. Maybe it's unknown number of demonstrators. Approximately 100 people marching. That's the who. We're looking for the specifics we know for sure on the individuals, if there's any. So National Guard troops, pretty easy to understand. Maybe you know they're from National Guard troops from Virginia. Maybe even know the unit. Even better. But you know they're National Guard troops. That probably is going to be good enough. And the number is probably good. So we'll say nine National Guard troops. What? What are they doing? That's what we're reporting on. Relocated to the intersection. Relocated to establish or to block off um, the southbound side of First Avenue. Whatever I said earlier. Because I'm making this up as I go. That's what they're doing. They've relocated and they're setting up a new roadblock on the southbound side of First Avenue. Now, even though we said the southbound side of First Avenue and the where, even if you said that, you could be more specific. Intersection of First Street and Second Avenue. You know, the military would use a six or eight digit grid. An address, maybe. Maybe you know the address. Maybe you just know the name of a business if it's something like that. You know, if you got grid coordinates and it makes sense, you could use that. Maybe it's just near the water fountain in such and such park. So it's something to identify the location where a person could say, look it up online. If they were there, they'd know where it is or could identify it. Perhaps it's a place that they want to go to. Not this is something they want to go to, but in some situation it might be that they want to know how to get there. Whatever. That's what you're doing for the where. The win typically is going to be one or two things. One is essentially right now or just prior to us reporting it. Another one could be a time period. So let's say you're reporting this at 2 o'clock and they started moving at 1.30. You could put time period 1.30 till, you know, till an unspecified end date. Or they rec- you could just make the statement they relocated at 1.30. Or you could say, instead of they relocated 130, you could say the position was constructed by 2 p.m. Whatever makes sense for the what in that situation. So if you look at like using something bigger, we had the bomb go off in Nashville. The when would have been the date and time the bomb went off. That's a big enough event that we don't need anything much beyond that if we were just reporting on that explosion. Think of like an Amber Alert. Amber Alert gives you a lot of these same descriptions. But when they put the win, maybe not what you get on your phone, but when you see it on the news or you look at the full Amber Alert, a lot of times it'll talk about when it happened, when the child was taken. Or if the vehicle was seen from, say, a traffic cam, it'll tell you when that happened so that you can nail down the win to the location. So most of the time, if not all the time, the win should match the location. Now, the why. The why is the reason it's happening. One of the things we talk about in reporting is what we call the so what or the why it matters. I've mentioned this before, I think here. I've done it in other places when I train people. Is we share a piece of handy information. Osama bin Laden's in Pakistan. Right? We used to get that 15 years ago. So, (laughs) because we already knew that. What else you got? Why is that important? 
What's special about that information to me? Or what's special about this information I've heard a thousand times that you got something different? That's what the so what is or the why it matters. That does not mean, though, it's the same as the why in the five W's. It can be. It very much can be. But that's not always why it is. So in this example of this blocking position or blocking off the street, we'll say the National Guard does that. Why did it happen? Because an unknown number or the, let's say there's already a march going on. There's already a march of individuals on a road, we'll say. There's already demonstrators, a few hundred demonstrators. The current demonstrators on 3rd Street have moved to 1st Street heading north. So the position has been set up to protect local businesses on the other side. You know, something that would make sense. Or, you know, federal police show up with dogs. You know, why is that important? The idea here is who, going over it again, who is doing the what? What is what we're reporting on? Where is the location of the what? When is, when is the what happening at the location? Why? Why is the what happening? So if it's National Guard sets up and blocks off the road on the south side of 1st Street, why are they doing that? Now, if you don't know, you just put unknown. But why is the what happening? Sometimes that will answer the question overall of why this information matters. So the why, the what is happening, isn't necessarily the why it matters. And in this sample, it wouldn't be. And then how, how are they doing it? How is the what happening? How are they doing the what? So in this example, how are they doing it? With common blockades and one police vehicle, we'll say. Okay, that's the how. The why it matters, or the so what, essentially an assessment of the information we're reporting. So it can be, sometimes, in the why line, the why line, which is the why did the what happen. Sometimes it's not. So maybe you write six lines, who, what, where, when, why, and how, and then after that you put why it matters, or you put so what, or you just put assessment. It's all the same thing. So it could be that who, National Guard, what, setting up a roadblock on the south side of 1st Street and 2nd Avenue, on the south side of 1st Street and 2nd Avenue, or which is the what and the where, when, you put the date, time in, why are they doing it? Protesters are began marching north on 1st Street. And the position is being set up to stop them from reaching local businesses. How? How did it happen? They used common barricades and one police vehicle. Okay, assessment. The so what? The why it matters? Well, in this situation, we'll say it's different. We'll say one of the current recommended exit points from the capital area is for people to move down 2nd Avenue and turn onto 1st Street. They now can't do that as it's being blocked up by the police and civilians are not allowed to travel that direction because of the oncoming protest march. Let's see if we can make this simpler. Let's try another one. Who? My buddy David. What? Is buying a 12-pack of beer for the football game tonight. Where? He'll be purchasing his thing at, at Bob's Liquor Store. 
When? Approximately 5.30 p.m. after he gets off work. Why? Because he lost a bet today that we made about what the word bison really means. Or I don't know, some straight, he lost a bet, we'll just say. Now, this word gets confusing. The reason I picked that. Some people think how from the previous paragraph. It's like, how's he, um, <laughs> how do you lose the bet? It's like, no, that's not relevant. How is he going to do the what? What's he doing? He's buying the 12 back of beer. How is he going to do it? He's going to buy it in cash. We'll just say. Okay, why does that matter? You may not need it for this one. The assessment or the why it matters or what makes this significant might just be the story that he lost the bet. You might be asking, answering the why it matters just because he lost a bet. Or it could matter because we'll say historically every week we make a silly bet. Whoever the loser is buys the beer. And for the last nine weeks of football, I've had to buy the beer. So this is why it matters. Silly, I know, but we used to use analogies like this to train people on different reporting systems or even acronyms. Like those in the military, they're familiar with the eight troop leading procedures. We used to train people on that. And then we would give them a mission to provide us the eight troop leading procedures. And one of them was buying beer for the barbecue on Friday. We would take simple everyday things, and apply the process so people could see that it is actually simple, but can be confusing and hard. So we're reporting on something, the what. The what happened or the what is happening. Usually it's the what is happening. Who is doing what is happening? Where is this thing happening? When is this thing happening? Why is this thing happening? How is this thing happening? The thing I keep saying is the what. That's what those paragraphs are for. The assessment, also called why it matters or so what, may be answered in the why is this thing happening and it may not. That's where it takes a little bit of creativity. Now, those that have seen the sit reps I put up, I occasionally put them up on Facebook and Twitter. I am sharing them on Locals more often than I do anywhere else, giving intel updates because that's not typically what I do this show or those programs on for Gray Man Concepts. Does answer those questions. Now, does that mean you should use the format I use for those? which is three paragraphs saying what happened, why it matters in background, and in the what happened, I answer everything but the why. The why it matters, I answer the, what, well, the why it matters as well as an additional assessment if needed. Somewhere in those two paragraphs has the how, and then I put a background of relevance, information, or clarity. Does that make it the best way to do it? No, that is one way to do a simmer up. There's other ways to answer these questions. I tell people, if you're not being paid to do this, if you're not trained how to do this, if you don't have somebody wanting you to use, for a good reason, a very specific format that you're accountable to, then do it the easy way. You don't have to create a format. It literally all exists. You just take who, what, where, when, why, and how and make them lines of information. So on a piece of paper, what do you do? You put who, hit enter, and put a statement under it. You put who, put a hyphen, or who, you put a column, and then you, or I mean a, a colon, and then you answer that question, because those are just questions. The questions I want to know are, who's doing it? What is the it that's happening? Where is it happening? When is it happening? Why is it happening? How is it happening? And if it's not clear somewhere in there, 
please explain to me why this matters. What is important about this information? That's the assessment. What's important about this based on the information we have now? That's all it is. It's very simple. So if you do it that way, if you don't have something forcing you to do it another way, it answers the question and makes it easy for everybody. See, in the Intel side, the reason we do this and the reason we have all these different reports isn't just because they don't work for everything. In the Intel side, information comes in from everywhere. I mean, you got information. It may not even be in a format, just maybe a collection of electronic singles. You might be getting information because you're watching a satellite look at something on the ground. Maybe somebody writes a report on it later, but you're looking at that information now. Analysts get reports from everybody. All the disciplines send them stuff, and they take that stuff, they assess it, they rate sources, they look at the information, and they create their assessments and their briefings and their updates and their products that get distributed. So there's all kinds of channels and stuff. So they know not everybody's going to do it the same way. They know it makes sense. It shouldn't be the same way. Now, if you're wondering the why of why did I do this podcast, well, it's because it's on my list of shorter podcasts to do. It's becoming more relevant right now as there's people working together in all kinds of organizations sharing information because they're concerned about the election. You know, after the election, it was the Electoral College. And then, of course, January 6th, and that was bad. And then we have Inauguration Day, which preparations are being made in case it is bad. And then who knows what's next? And a lot of people are trying to share information. They get more skeptical of just clickbait advertising or whether or not something's clickbait. And this can help you just in learning how to analyze stuff. Let's say you don't want to share these reports. No problem. You don't do that. But you could take this, and when you read a news article, let's say you find a news article and you're concerned about the validity of it. Is it inflammatory? Is it biased? I think it's biased. I can't tell all the bias. I've crossed out all the adjectives. I'm trying to make sense of it. Well, then just focus on the important information. Answer the five W's and the H. Write them down. Out of this article, write down the five W's and the H. You keep it concise into the simple facts that's actually the news. All that other crap they add is what makes it not news. That's why I always say, in my opinion, if I can identify the bias of the person reporting the information, I don't consider it news. And I'm not talking about Intel. I'm talking about like watching CNN or anybody. If I can identify the bias, I don't consider it news no matter how good the info might be. I take the pieces I need. So this might be something that's good for you. If you're trying to analyze and research information, especially media, of any types, whether it's a private blog to legacy media or something international, make that list. What's the who? What's the what? And go for the what first. It doesn't matter what order you write these in. I just always say who, what, where, when, why, and how. That's how I memorized them. But the what, the what line, that's the information being reported on. So if the news does something on a speech of the president, let's say it's a State of the Union speech for the president, that's the what? President's State of the Union. You've got that answered, then go after the rest of them. Pull them out of the article and enter the brief, concise information. Who, what, where, when, why, and how. When should be easy. That's kind of a given. The who might be the president. Perhaps it's who's reporting it because of how the story's going. you got to make that decision yourself for what makes sense. And then you just go from there. And then from that, if you just answer the five W's and the H, you might pull out enough information to realize what's really being said and get rid of all the extra noise and filler and from bias stuff. And then from that point, you say, well, what about my assessment or my why it matters? Well, let me ask you this. Why does it matter to you? Because you are now the collector, the producer of a product and the consumer. You're doing it all for yourself. Why does it matter to you? 
and you're not looking at the article now, you're looking at what you wrote down. So maybe that will help you when you guys are trying to analyze and assess information. So who, what, where, when, why, and how all revolves around the what. Don't forget that. Double check to see if the why or anything else clarifies why this even matters. I'd say it could be 50-50 depending on how you write it and who you are and what it is you're reporting on. So I hope this helps you. Please shoot me any questions you got. This might be something that you can find useful. And I am working on these bigger, longer shows still. That's why I'm a little bit behind. But I'll have those again shortly here in the future, right here on Gray Man, Hiding in Plain Sight. 